0: I remember the first few weeks when I first became a teacher. I didn't expect that I would experience mixed feelings, feeling tired, frustrated, unsure, and most of all, lost. There were times when tears broke down merely because I didn't know how to continue with the following day's lessons. Trying to plan the most effective lesson for my students, but at the same time still taking baby steps to go there, sometimes lead me to such frustrations. In this episode, Teacher Saidatul share her reflections from the Critical Friends Group meeting on the topic Teachers' Self-Care, Maintaining Social Emotional Well-Being.
1: Hello, welcome to Amandu, PLC2 Podcast for Teachers. Every week, we bring you bite-sized information and reflection on all things related to teaching. We are a group of teachers currently teaching in the beautiful district of Samporna, Sabah, and we meet up every Friday over coffee to talk about work with zero judgment and 100% support. So, if you are nearby, join us. If you are not, have a listen to our reflections after each PLC meetup and let us know your thoughts.
0: I was staying alone, hence no one to talk to at home. I tried to find my coping mechanism by connecting to the experienced teachers who were also teaching similar subjects. No, they didn't specifically teach me how to come out with effective teaching and learning But what I needed the most was actually companions whom I could turn to to share my worries and in return telling me to take one step at a time. Spending time with my colleagues, not necessarily talking about work, has helped me to endure the demands of a teacher's life and gradually getting better in regulating my emotions. Last week was a very daunting week for me. I had four courses to conduct and I need to prepare well. Hence, every day last week, I woke up at 3 a.m. to ensure I did my preparation well. I had to work for six days. I didn't get enough rest on Sunday even because I have to entertain my family who came to visit us. Tired? Yes, definitely. I was extremely exhausted. The thought about the tasks that I have to complete in the following week was also taking a heavy toll on me. I was anxious and exhausted mentally and emotionally. My personal narratives are not unique. It happens at every stage of our teaching career, novice or experienced. What is most important is to have your coping mechanism and prioritizing self-care. What are my tips to manage my anxiousness or when I am emotionally and mentally tired? Here's the tip. Tip number one, have faith in God. I always tell myself that Allah will manage it in His own way. The belief that all my worries will be taken care of by Him gives me comfort knowing that at the end of the day, I can manage. All the negative feelings and emotions that I experience, I created them and invited them in. I believe just like an unexpected visitor, they will eventually walk out, leaving me with insights and wisdom from above. Tip number two, optimize to-do list. When my hands When my hands are tied with never-ending work demands, listing what I have to accomplish and putting them in the schedule by hour helps me to focus on completing one task at a time. Before going to sleep or early in the morning, I will make my daily to-do list and it really helps to relax my brain and lower my anxiousness as I don't have to remember all the key tasks I need to do the next day. I also learned from an expert on the importance of sprinkling a few tasks involving physical motions intermittently. Planning for this is equally important as working time. Tip number three. Pomodoro Technique. During the pandemic, I also learned about Pomodoro Technique. It is a technique to help tackle procrastination, which I believe lead to my anxiousness. It is a time management system where we break our working time into 25-minute chunks, separated by five minutes of breaks, diffuse mode, or physical activity. It sets a sense of urgency rather than feeling we have endless time to get things done. I know that I only have 25 minutes to make as much progress on tasks as possible. And that is what is important in Pomodoro. Rather than focusing on the products, I focus and work on making progress and at the same time still enjoying my favourite leisure time activities which I do during the 5-minute breaks. Tip number four, getting body massage. I get my body massage at least once or twice a month, depending on how much I need it. It has been my routine as early as when I was 19 years old. I read a book by Robin Sharma, um, The 5 AM Club. And in this book, he shared about um, the protocol massage. So, in this book, studies shown that massage therapy is a modality that generates significant improvements in performance, mood, our ability to fight stress, and in terms of our general wellness. Here's a few interesting facts about massage benefits. 31% reduction of cortisol, the fear hormone levels a 31% increase in dopamine, the neurotransmitter of motivation, a 28% elevation of serotonin, the neurochemical responsible for regulating anxiety and raising happiness, and reduce muscle tension. This awesome practice also reduces the stress, optimizing good health and maximizing lifespan. This practice has benefited, this practice has benefited my mental state, cognition and definitely comforted me. Final tip: Get connected. Catching up with my friends at least once a week helped me to maintain my social emotional well-being. Every week on Friday, I will spend my lunch time to meet my friends who are also the English teachers. The first meet-up to assist our friend with her individual learning profile morphs into a consistent weekly meet-up, or PLC, bringing up different themes and issues for us to explore and translate it into our professional practices in the classroom. Not only are we are connected professionally, we are also socially and emotionally bonded. I found this very therapeutic, every single meet-up, left me with recharged energy and renewed motivation. This is definitely the most favorable way to reach my professional goals. In our recent PLC with Ms. Stella V, she shared about the challenges that she faced as an educator and one that has been specifically challenged her mentally. She highlighted on teachers' frustrations and mental burden coping mechanism I favor her idea of controlling what we could. We talk about the mismatched ideas of when and what summative assessment should be carried out and teaching a learning system as a whole. We talk about assessment, one that focuses on equity to ensure students are all well served by assessment practices in school. If we can't say no to running the overemphasized standardized assessments, At least teachers have a say in how and what assessment they're going to run. Similarly, when faced with negative attitude from students, we have to approach conflict as a teacher and not as a frustrated adult victim. Understanding learner and teenage psychology as an educator would do and solve it as how a well-taught educator would solve A non-supportive environment, she advised to find one's worth in their own self, not from others. Teachers need to be mindful of what works for them and stick to that even when it seems too difficult to do at first. Nonetheless, teachers need to constantly learn, unlearn and relearn too. Teaching skills and views are static and may change over time. Hence, look for someone you can learn from and eventually replicate the qualities. Also, having a growth mindset is very crucial to help teachers thrive in the profession. On personal health, she emphasized on seeking helpful and constructive coping mechanism for ourselves. What we think is our coping system might not be the right kind of system in actuality. It may be just impulse or the only thing we know to do. Therefore, we need to explore more ways that can be helpful to ourselves and most importantly, start working on them. Seek professional help and get routines that improve our mental and emotional state and not merely survive it. I would say what she has shared pretty much concludes every single thing we need to consider to ensure our social emotional well-being is taken care of. It is wise to keep in mind that negative emotions like boredom, self-criticism, loneliness, and fear of rejection may knock our door from time to time. We are not alone in this journey. Reach out and don't forget to start your self-care routines.
1: Thank you. Amandu PLC2 Podcast for Teachers is brought to you by SETS. And for more information, find us on Instagram, amandupodcast. If you find this episode helpful, please click to subscribe to this podcast and the share button to share it with your teacher circle. As always, happy teaching and be safe!